Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. about Nick Bosa and just, uh, I mean, how impressed are you by, like, the stamina he has, not only every game he's out there, but he's delivering after the sacks, after the third quarter, fourth quarter overtime. Um, what does that tell you about Nick and, and just how he's delivering in the clutch all Yeah, again, for Nick, I think he's just, he's having an unbelievable year. I mean, uh, a lot of people forget the guy's coming back off of an ACL, and he continues to get better and better each week. I mean, it's Probably one of the most impressive things I've seen from a player, and it's just a you know a credit to him for the way he works, you know the the way he practices. He practices hard. He he's it, this football is important to him, and it shows, you know. And there's right there's no doubt in my mind or no reason why you know Nick shouldn't have you know some attention for if defensive player of the year, comeback player of the year. This guy has done it all. You know he's definitely been our our MVP. And I'm so happy to have him on our side just for everything that he does for us when it comes to, you know, just getting after the quarterback. And not only that, but his physicality in the run game as well, just a just a complete player and you know, one of the best players in the NFL. And, and we're very, very happy to have him. Just love the way he works, love the way he brings other guys along with him. It's just everything you can ask for in a player. So much of what he's doing is happening, even though I think he's facing more double teams than any other edge rusher. And I know that key play, you sent K1 on the blitz and they couldn't double team him. How, how much of your job during a game are you thinking of, how do I schematically try to get Bosa in position to face, to face a single team? Yeah, well, it, it's ongoing throughout the game. And, uh, you know, we want to try to alleviate some of those double teams as much as possible. When you say, yeah, he is getting doubled more than anyone in the league and he's still one of the most productive defensive ends in the NFL. No one else is getting doubled more than him. So, again, like teams have to account for him, but also, you know, we try to move him around and put him in different positions so, you know, we can try to help with some of that scheme schematically. We can try to help, you know, where he's not getting double team. I just fill it out throughout the game as, as much as I can. I want to get him to the quarterback. So whatever we have to do to get him there, that's what we'll do. Now it hasn't lessened. I wish it. I wish it would. <laughs> but the double teams haven't lessened, even though he, he's moving around fairly a good amount. It still hasn't. Which you know, teams have to. You know, you have to account for Nick because you know how productive he is and how he can definitely wreck a game if you don't. So all eyes are on him all the time. Do, do most opponents line their tight ends up on the right side. I mean, it seemed like that's what the Bengals were doing mostly. They had their, their guys out there on the right, on their right. Yeah, most times teams will they'll do a tight end or a back and what we call a double chipper look. They'll get in those looks and you know try to protect themselves as much as they can. You know, but again, we try to move him around as much as we can so he can avoid those situations. Another question, but it was particularly that week three game against Green Bay, where it's so noticeable how much he got chipped. Has moving him around less than that or? Have you guys done anything else schematically so that doesn't happen again or as much? Yeah, it, it can happen. It just depends on, you know, it's a lot goes into it. You know, it's down and distance. It's it's a lot of, you know, personnel. It's a lot of different things that, that go into, I don't, you know, whatever the offense is, is thinking at that time and how they want to protect it at that particular time. So a lot of different things go in it. We don't always know, you know, how it's going to, how it's going to shape out, but we just, you know, between Coach Kasarik and myself, just try to do the best job we can as far as, 
you know, moving him around as much as possible. Ambry Thomas's first start. I thought Ambry had some encouraging snaps out there, and his first time with that much action in NFL for his first game. I thought he did some he did some good things. He did some encouraging things, and it's a lot for him to to grow from, a lot for him to learn from as well. You know, with with him being out there as much as he did. And one thing I liked about Ambry, he didn't blink. You know, he had some penalties. You know, gave up a play, but he didn't blink. He just got right back out there. He continued to compete. And uh, I, I love that about him. I, I like that. And I like his attitude throughout the game. I like how he's flying around. So he did some encouraging things there for us that he can definitely grow from. And one of the initial challenges for Ambry is this rewinding to training camp was to, to get stronger, to put on more muscle in the weight room. But where is he at now as far as, you know, is he where you want him to be physically? Yeah, I think he's, as a, as a rookie, the rookies are never there their first year. You know, you just think about guys, and <laughs> you look back at their picture when they were rookies, and they're, they're all, you know, kind of frail, skinny. You know, first year we all are. And then you come back two, three years later, guys are bulk up from being in the NFL, true NFL offseason. So that, that's just the progression of all players, no matter the position. So he'll continue to get stronger and grow. Liked his aggressiveness on the line, just his jamming receivers. Right. Did you see that from him as well? Oh, for sure. Thought he was uh, he was physical at the line. He did a really nice job of, of jamming the receivers, doing it. He was doing his job where he was where he was supposed to be. He was accountable. So I mean, I, I like I liked everything he did out there. You know, it's some plays that as a rookie you're gonna you, you get beat on that. You know, good thing that happened. We were able to win that game. He can learn from those mistakes as well and continue to grow. So. I'm, I'm encouraged with him from the line, from him at the line being aggressive, him playing in coverage. I thought he did some good things. Was that something you asked him to do, or were trying to get him to do off the line when he was? It's all just mixing the scheme. So he, I mean, like I said, he did a good job of just executing the scheme of what we asked him to do. Yeah, I think what attracted us to him is just his, his length, first off, his speed, and him down the field. Like, he made some really nice plays in college. And, uh, you know, Ambry is still coming back, didn't play, didn't play football last year, so he's still, you know, getting back into the swing of things, missing a whole year from football is tough. So he's still growing and developing from that standpoint. How do you prepare for the dual threat of Cordero Patterson? And does having Debo, you know, across, across the line help at all with that? Yeah, I mean, Cordero, he's he's a really good player. Yeah, I mean, he's their their top playmaker. They find as many ways as possible to get him to the ball, get him the ball. Whether he's a running back, receiver, it really doesn't matter. He lines up all over the place, and you know he's definitely made some big time plays for them. Uh, I like his style, he's he's a physical runner. He's not just a wide receiver playing running back. You know, he is a true running back. He plays behind his pads, and he does. A, he's been doing a really nice job for them all year. Good. All right. Thank you. Glasses are fogging up. How are we doing today? Any surprises? You guys excited for Christmas? All right. That's next week, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple games in front of that, so it's. Yeah, it's hard to keep. I don't really know my middle name right now. Um, so when Christmas is, it's kind of difficult, but, um, what you guys shoot? Let's go.
Um, they play very hard. They make you earn everything, uh, they, and they really take advantage of um, offenses making mistakes. They 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 make you earn earn it up and down the field. Um, it's been and they present some pretty strong schematic um, issues just with their with how they um, play defense, the v various coverages and fronts and. Um, they they make you really earn it. That's the that's the toughest thing. You see a team that plays together, a team that doesn't rely on um, necessarily one person. Um, it's a it's a group defense that uh, they they present a lot of issues um, in that way because you you don't just isolate on okay we're going to take advantage or uh, we have to stay away from X Y or Z. No, they're um, they're all going to play hard. Uh, they know what they're doing. They know their responsibilities. They don't bust much, and they present a lot of different pictures. You guys have had a few scoring plays where players have used the whole field. They've gone down the sidelines, hugged the sideline, hit the pylons. Um, how designed are those plays, or how cognizant of the players are to use all 160 feet? Um, I, I would say that would be a product of our willingness and <clears throat> of all of our players to block. Because when, when you are blocking with proper technique, um, especially on the perimeter of the defense, uh, ball carriers can really press and utilize all, all uh, 53 and a third. Um, and we really stress that. You know, that's something that at every position um, you, you've seen uh, receivers, running backs, tight ends, um, tackles on the perimeter. And they, we, we do our best as a coaching staff to have everyone see it through the same lens. And if we're, if we're going to do something um, outside, whether it's a run or pass, um, and whether it, you're in the middle of a route and you're transitioning or you're um, uh, run blocking, it's all the same principles to uh, to go one gap at a time and really really stretch the defense and when your blockers allow you uh or allow it and are definitive and um whatnot you can really utilize all the space and on top of that we have some guys that really enjoy running after the catch or running with the football it's one of the strengths um i think of our offensive skill position group so um kind of those compounding variables I think is why we, we're seeing more of that. Might be a dumb question, but why do you, I don't know if it's been more this season or I've just noticed it, why do you pitch the ball on inside uh, runs? You know, pitching it straight back, I feel like, you know, normally you expect a pitch to be outside, left or right. What's the value of pitching the ball directly back? Not a dumb question. The value is what you just said. Is the, you, you, you do that when you feel like the, uh, there's something, that the defense is keyed on, and when you when the quarterback reverses out and tosses the ball, that you might get overplay, um, or you know there's there's a ton of different variables, but that would be it in itself. It's the usual. So you, you try to be sound, but also you know just get defenses a hair off, um, because if they're a hair off, uh, that gives us an advantage, and with a lot of players that. We're very confident in that. That can be the difference in 
three yards or 15 yards. Becoming somewhat of a weekly question, but there seems to not be any big play on offense that Jawan Jennings is, is not a part of. Are you surprised at all with his success now that he has his opportunity, or did you see it coming? Um, you're, you know, that's, that's something, anytime you draft, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what round, um, anytime you draft a, a player, you're, you're doing that with those hopes. And as a coach, um, you're not going to give up um, on a guy and you're going to assume that, that, that he's capable of that. So um, pleasantly, I wouldn't say surprise, that's not fair. Uh, we were confident, um, especially after his rookie year um, with where he left before he got injured, that he would make a jump. Um, but you never know until you know. So it, it's been cool to, to really see him progress as a pro, and really it's been cool for our whole offense to see um, there's a lot of individuals that, that could say that on our offense because there's, there's been injuries, there's been a lot of opportunities spread around, um, and you've seen uh, a, a team that has, has used um, a, a situation that's not ideal which was starting um, three and five or whatever, and use it to our benefit where we started playing better football um, and doing the, doing the things that it takes to put yourself in position to make those plays. Remind you at all of Kendrick Bourne, just oh, yeah. being an energy guy and also Definitely. Playing. There's a lot of similarities. Um, we, we've, we've said that a bunch. There's players and coaches alike. He, he does bring... Um, uh, uh, an unique energy, and he is the same guy every day, which is important um, with in, in a marathon of a season. You know, like, like I think we we're talking about it last week, but I mean, it is people do not understand how much work for an NFL player that goes on. That it is it is a, a daily process, and that it goes on for six months to the face. So um, I think I think. That's been the biggest thing is uh, just watching everyone grow that way. Was maybe having a year off for him, learning the playbook and kind of being on the book side of everything a benefit for him and maybe in disguise? Oh, for sure. That's always beneficial. You know, the, um, it's a foreign language. You know, we, we speak. You have 11 people trying to do um, and assignments that are specific to them that are dependent on the defense, and you're trying to coordinate all that. So you have these words that mean stuff, and you know you you can read it on a playbook and whatever. But you get in a huddle, and it's just it is a foreign language. So being able to digest that stuff, and um, you know, as a, in a as a football player, when you're going against the best and be, of the best of the best, how important is it for you to be confident and decisive in in your responsibility? I mean, you can only imagine it's extremely important. So um, that has been a huge benefit, um, which I think you've seen with a lot of guys that are second-year players or third-year players. Um, and that's kind of what, in the locker room, um, the players kind of demand of each other because there's so many guys that are locked in. Um, there's no room for a weak link. So you, you kind of get peer – there's that peer pressure and – and the experience, it's really been beneficial for him. Quarterback 
real high and you have an established starter, it's one thing to say that the established starter is going to be a pro and we know he's going to handle it. But it's another thing to actually do it because it doesn't happen in every instance. I'm just curious of your your observation of how Jimmy's navigated this season. I mean, he's having seems like he's playing his best football right now. I'm very impressed. You know, you don't know um, how someone's going to respond to to uncharted territory, and there's uh, many different ways that um, people can go about things like that. Um, I think he's really earned a lot of respect from uh, from the players in the locker room, especially of how he's that none of that matters. Um, my job is to be my best version of myself, and when you can solely focus on that, you have a chance to be your best. And that that's been the biggest thing that's been really really cool to watch is a guy that um, knows that. We drafted a quarterback high. He knows, uh, he hears the murmurs and, and people wanting, but he, he doesn't let any of it bother him. He tries to be him best, his best self. And in that, you, it forces you to focus um, and, and really gives you opportunity to be your, the best version of yourself. Jimmy hit on some deeper throws outside the numbers. I'm thinking the one that might have been DPI to Kittle, mm -hmm. the late third down to Kittle, um, to Jennings. As a play caller in kind of the grander chess match of the season, the fact that he did stretch the field successfully like that, does that have a carryover effect on defenses and in what you can call moving forward here? Yeah, I think so. The, um, you know, the defenses don't know the play that's coming. So in general, they have to play percentages. So when you broaden the percentages of where, where you throw, um, there, it creates more space. You know, the, you, you, they want to constrict everything and be able to defend stuff in tight quarters. So um, the, in general, defenses, uh, it stresses them out when you use more of the field. We, we try to do it in the run and pass game. But then there's some defenses that say, no, we're, we're going to make you earn it. We're not going to allow you to do that. So you, you don't, you know, it, it's case by case, and sometimes there's opportunities to stretch the field. It's just very important when you do that they're not a bunch of um, zero gains or sacks. You know, you, you want to stay efficient, but you have to expand the field um, in general to, to be your most efficient offense that you want to be. Mike, there was a... Uh humorous moment after the game when Ayuk said you're not supposed, you know, they're taught not to stretch the ball over the goal line unless it's fourth down. And obviously, if he fumbles out of the end zone, the game's over. And mm -hmm. Totally freaks out and, uh, you know, whatever. But it obviously worked out. But do you go back? I mean, <laughs> it worked. But do you go back and say, hey, you know, don't do that again? Or is it just like, ah, uh, you, you try to You try to avoid complete absolutes because then you're gonna talk out of both sides of your mouth. But just, um, just today we had a, um, a, a team meeting with talking about the ball and Coach Furster pointed it out and we all, we all thought collectively that he did it in a very um, safe manner, that he, he had just passed pursuit and took the risk when there wasn't um, necessarily a chance for a, a strip or a fumble op. You know, you, you, you give them guidelines as coaches, and you, you try not to do it unless it's fourth down. 
but then we also don't want to handcuff guys and make absolutes um, and let players do what they do best. And it's, it, I think it's awesome. You guys are kind of getting um, – we've kind of experienced that um, as a team, our coaches and players, where, you know, when the more you get to know Brandon and the, the, the closer and more comfortable he feels with you – there's a lot of layers of humor, and I, I, when I read that after the game, I, I was dying laughing because, and, and you guys are starting to see his personality come out a little bit. He's got those um, those layers to him that are that are pretty cool, and he, I mean, he made an unbelievable play. I don't think anybody in our staff, you know, we're we're all kind of preparing for um, second goal from the four in, in our minds, and that's in those split seconds, and to see him make that play. Uh, I'm not going to be the guy that says, no, don't do that. Lamb's <laughs> um, physical ability, how much does what he can do on the field change what you can plan as an offensive coordinator? It, it changes immensely. You know, there's things that you you can't really um, necessarily get done or get away with. Uh, and... and just in general, as when, when you're game planning as a staff, we really try to um, utilize our players' skill, set, skill sets as best we can. You know, it's kind of um, ha there's an accountability as a coach for, hey, am, are we utilizing this guy the best way? And with a skill set like his, I mean, there's, there's things that he can, he can do when he's – we don't have to worry about a guy that nobody else can cut off um, as much. Uh, when we run right, you know, we can we can get away with things where he might be out leveraged, but he can make it up. Um, and in protection, you can uh, a lot of times against very good rushers, you can say, okay, well, Trent's got that handled, and you know that um, NFL players are very very good by and large, and you know he'll he'll get beat once in a while, but you're certain that he's not going to continue to get beat. So there's a lot of things. Um, that we're very fortunate, or a lot of reasons um, that we're very fortunate to have Trent, and it really helps on Monday and Tuesday for, for our coaching staff, game planning and whatnot. What do you think about comparisons between Debo and Cordero Patterson? And as Debo gets more and more involved with the run game, how important is it to keep him involved in the passing game as well? Um, I think the comparison makes sense, and is I think it's uh, very complimentary on both Ends, you know the the uh, uh, their their guy um, has had a resurgence in his career, but he's always been. I remember when I was a receiver coach evaluating him coming out of Tennessee. He's one of my favorite um, guys with the, the ball in his hands, ever. Um, the way that he moved and can cut um, at at his weight, and Debo's sim very similar. They don't move necessarily the same, but you see two guys that. Um, are football players who have an innate ability to um, carry the ball and avoid, avoid defenders and see space um, that are also tough enough to do it. So um, that it, it is cool that, we're, uh, the, that you have Debo. Um, really, that they're, it's really the only comparison with guys that have receivers receiving numbers like that and rushing yards like that. Um, and, and with, with Debo, it's, you know, game by game, how can we get him the ball? Some games, 
you'll see him in the backfield more. Some games you won't. It, it all depends on the defense and um, how we're able to get him the ball um, and what advantages it presents for the rest of the offense. Cool. All right. That was fun. Your middle name is Lee. Lee. Nice. Make sure you subscribe.